Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Roll damn tide. Yeah, yeah. Feels pretty good. I got to tell you, people actually, someone hit me up on the tech zone this week. It was like, you're a fake Alabama fan. You're just a front runner. And I'm like, no, I'm not. This person, by the way, then outed themselves as a Notre Dame fan that didn't go to Notre Dame. Shocking, right? By the way, Rudy was offsides. I just felt like that was important to say. Here's the thing about me and Alabama, and I, I've talked about this in previous episodes of Loho Daily, but my whole life growing up, I never really had a college football team. Um, There was a time when I really liked Florida State, like when I was finishing high school, but it wasn't a big thing in our house. Like my, My parents, my mom's not a huge sports fan, although she can be convinced to, to, to be a big sports fan. Like she gets excited for big games. And she she can feel the excitement like my dad watching an important White Sox game or or him grumbling through watching a Bears game. But college football was never really a thing in our house. We were more apt to watch basketball. Like that's how I fell in love with DePaul. My grandmother, I used to go to my grandmother's house back in the day and sit on the floor and watch DePaul, like when DePaul was number one in the country, DePaul, when DePaul was playing on Channel 9, DePaul. But there wasn't a real allegiance to any college football team, which is weird because my family is actually from right outside of Starkville, Mississippi. My auntie Dot is actually still down there, and she's pretty crazy about Mississippi State and actually really angry that I picked Alabama for grad school, and we we joust via text and DM all the time. As a matter of fact, I need to send Auntie Dot a little text message this morning after Alabama won the national championship last night. It was an experience for me as a, a college student that I didn't really get either because I chose DePaul. I chose DePaul for a lot of reasons. Fun fact, DePaul was my last choice. It was my absolute last choice, and now I, I can't even imagine having not gone there. Like, what my life would have been like had I not gone to DePaul. But DePaul didn't have a football team, at least when I was going there. I know you think I'm old, but I'm not that old. DePaul actually did have a football team back in the 30s. That's why, like a lot of schools that don't have football teams, I have a T-shirt that says DePaul football undefeated since 1939. So I didn't have that experience. When I was in college, it was right around the time that Gary Barnett and Northwestern were a thing. You know, Darnell Autry and, like, all those dudes. Pat Fitzgerald. Pat Fitzgerald and I are the same age. So, I mean, I knew a bunch of those guys. We would go up to Evanston and watch games. But I I wouldn't classify myself as a college football fan. I was just kind of like – Man, this is a really good time, and this is a lot of fun. I'm going to go and and do this. I'm going to go and hang out. It's the same way that when we were in college, we would go to Wrigley because it was one L stop down or two L stops down. Jump on the red line at Fullerton, and you're at Wrigley in five minutes. 
So I didn't have that. I didn't have that experience. When I was looking at grad schools, initially I was looking for the the thing that was going to be easiest and the least expensive, meaning I wanted it to be a turnkey experience for me. I wanted to – the reason that I went to grad school in the first place is because of my relationship with DePaul. It's because I, I enjoy teaching so much that I wanted to be put in a position – I wanted to be in a position where if the broadcasting industry, if media is done with me or I'm done with it, I could go into a classroom and teach full-time, ideally at DePaul. But to do that, even as a scholar practitioner – you need to have a master's degree. Even with 25 years experience, they would prefer that if you're going to be a full-time employee, they would prefer at the collegiate level that you have a master's degree. So I embarked on this. In 2016, I started to look around, and I'm like, okay, obviously I I didn't want to be in classes with my students at DePaul, so I didn't take classes at DePaul. I was like, okay, let's – Cross the alma mater off the list, although that probably would have saved me some money. And then I said, well, you know, my my parents both graduated from what at the time was Chicago Teachers College and now is Chicago State. That's easy. It's four miles from my house. I could take classes over there. I could be in it. And, and I was like, ah, they didn't have what I was looking for. They didn't have a, a master's of journalism program. So I started stumbling around looking for online master's classes. And it, and there are places that I really liked, like Ball State. I applied to Florida. I actually had a really, had a really crazy call at Florida because one of the, one of the people there that, that was in the department was from Chicago and recognized my name. And we had talked, and I said, yeah, you know, I really like some of the things that I'm seeing about your program. And he goes, did you take the, the GRE? And I was like, no, I've been out of college for 20 years. I have not taken the GRE, nor do I plan on it. So he's like, yeah, well, we can't admit you. As much as I love to have you in this program, we can't admit you. And I said, okay, no problem. You know, I get it. So it kind of came down to Ball State, Arizona State. Arizona State, I actually might I'm, I might go to Arizona State to take a class. I've been thinking about it. They have a master's uh, in American media that I'm kind of interested in. And the Cronkite School itself is uh, really awesome. So if I do get another degree, I might go get – I'm not doing the Ph.D. I think I've made my mind up about that. I don't need it for what it is that I want to do. But that's another story for another time. Anyway, so it kind of came down to Arizona State, Ball State, which has an incredible journalism and media department. And then I had seen this thing that Alabama was doing, this Bama by distance thing. And I said, all right, let's see what this is about. So I start to go down the rabbit hole. I, I remember where I was. I was on my way to spring training, and I was in Midway looking at it and filling out the application while I was waiting for my flight to Arizona. And I hit the wall of the GRE again, and I'm like, ugh. I was like, am I really going to have to take the GRE? So I paused 
filling out the application, and Alabama hit me up. Like, they said, hey, we saw that you didn't finish your application. What's the deal? And I told them, look, I've been out of college for 20 years. I need to kind of slide slowly back into graduate school, and I'm not taking the GRE. And they were like, oh, okay, well, thanks for for your interest. And then two days later, they they, – because I had already posted, like, my resume – Two days later, they called me back and they said, we're going to waive that if you'd like to come to the University of Alabama. And I was like, oh, okay. So to make a, a, a long story even longer, that was kind of the determining factor. I really liked Arizona State's program. And actually, Arizona State's program, the one that I was looking at, was only a year instead of what was going to be at least two years at Bama. But then Bama hit me with a charm offensive. They they really know how to package Southern hospitality and sell it to incoming students. And I appreciate that. I talked with my department chair. I talked about the things that I wanted to get out of this program. He was like, we can give you all of those things. And I said, all right, let's go. And then, and then he said, are you going to come down for orientation? And I was like, I hadn't really thought about it, but why not? And I went down for orientation in August. I went to Tuscaloosa, Alabama in the middle of August, 90 degrees and 95% humidity down there. And I felt like a member of the university. It didn't matter that I was taking my classes from Chicago. They appreciated that I was taking the classes from Chicago. Throughout the, the time that I was in grad school, I went down to Tuscaloosa seven times. And I enjoyed every time that I went. I enjoyed talking with professors. I enjoyed sharing some of my experiences with undergraduate students because I'm, I'm working in the industry that a lot of them wanted to be in. And there was a real sense of community I don't mean to be too introspective with this, but I think at the time, things had gotten really weird at the score. Jason was pushed out, um, and he's one of my best friends on top of being an incredible talent. My show is a solo show, even though, you know, I consider my team, you know, Herbie, Campy, Joe, Tony. Like, I consider them all a part of it, even though there's just my name that's on the show. So I I think if I was psychoanalyzing myself, I was looking for a team to be a part of. Like, I felt very isolated, and I needed a team to be a part of. And the university itself, not the football team, but the university itself offered that to me. Like, it, it offered that to me, and I was so grateful And then it it kicked in all of the academic stuff that I had been I put on the back burner for so long. I didn't I wasn't a great student at DePaul. I was. I was one of those kids that was smart enough to kind of. Get B's (laughs) like like I, I was familiar enough with most of the subject matter that I was able to get B's. And I was determined to not do that at grad school. I, I think that it's something that people should look at 
as they get older, honestly, um, if you have the means, your approach to taking classes will be completely different, especially since you're spending your money. That it's more likely that you're spending your own money. Whether I was a, a what's called a Bama by distance student or on campus talking to professors, I felt something. I felt a part of something. I went to the Iron Bowl. Mitch hooked that up for me. Uh, him and Mel actually helped me out, and we and we got tickets. And shout out to my man Mick Gillespie who helped. Did a little ticket exchange for some Cubs stuff with a booster, and I ended up watching. Alabama beat Auburn in the Iron Bowl in Tuscaloosa. So, yeah, I'm pretty crazy about it because throughout my professional career, most of that time has been spent with me having to suppress my urges of fandom. I still have a lot of it for the White Sox, although they've made it difficult in the last few months. But I still have a lot of that for the White Sox. I still have it for DePaul, but, God, it's just been 15 years of bad basketball at DePaul. Um, I don't have it anymore for the Bears. I, I look at them very clinically. So Alabama is, like, my thing. Like, Alabama – you know what I'm crazy about? I'm crazy about Alabama football and DePaul softball. I love DePaul softball. But, anyway – Alabama football is where I have put a lot of that energy into as a fan, and it's wonderful. I remember doing the nighttime show before we changed the lineup and I got promoted. I remember doing the nighttime show during the national championship game with Georgia and then racing home because, God, these college football games take forever, like last night's game. And I made it home just in time to watch Tua Tagovailoa hit Devontae Smith for the game-winning touchdown, and I was running around the house screaming. I was so happy. I was so happy. So I've I've jumped into this, man. Like, I jumped into being a Bama fan, and I'm really happy that I have that. I We've got problems, like, as a fan base. I, we've got a lot of problems. But... Being able to go down there and the communications and information center, which is my school at Bama, is right next to the stadium. So getting a tour of the stadium, going to see where Nick Saban does his television show, like all of these things, meeting with the Bama by distance people who still ask me to do stuff now, I I understand that there is no zealot like the converted. And I'm one of those people. I I came to this party really late in life because I didn't have a team. And so I might be a little bit extra with it. But it brings me a lot of joy to see the dominance of Alabama football. And I'm happy that I found it. I'm happy that I got some of that joy that a fan gets. And it's really wonderful. Once the pandemic lifts, I highly recommend that you take a trip to Tuscaloosa. Go for a non-conference game or like a bad conference game like Mizzou. Because even after the, the pandemic lifts, 
those kids down there will not go to those games. You'll be able to find tickets fairly inexpensively. But you need to see it. You need to see the Million Dollar Band. You need to see the march through the quad. You need to see how people in the South get dressed up for college football games. And, yes, you need to see how many people walk into the stadium and are already passed out because they've been pre-gaming it. I'm happy that I got Alabama at the point in my life where I did. I'm happy to be an alum. I am a super pro- – like, as much as I talk about Alabama football, I talk about Alabama journalism a ton. And I think that it helped make me a better – I mean, I know. I don't even think. I know it made me a better professor at DePaul because since I was taking classes online for two years straight, I knew how to construct an online class for undergraduates. I knew I could take what I had done in grad school and tailor it for undergraduate students. And since then, I feel I, I feel like it came along at like the right time for me to succeed in doing that for DePaul. So I know you're probably sick of me talking about Alabama, and I will say, since there is no zealot like to convert it, if you were think if you've got an undergrad student that is that you got a high schooler that's thinking about a place to go again when the pandemic lifts <laughs> put it on your list my graduate degree was way less expensive than I thought it was going to be when I started this project but I I enjoyed it thoroughly and I learned a lot of lessons and I got to have a a piece of sports fandom that I never thought that I was going to get. And with that, I'd say to you, roll damn tide. Thanks for listening.